PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. It's Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Gentlemen, welcome to Cinema Crespo It's me, Chris Crespo. I'm in the studio, and it's 2022. How do you do, 2022? Uh, 2021 was terrible. We all know that, but 2022 is going to be better, and 2022 is going to bring changes, changes that are good, that have been a long time coming, and it's fine. You'll you'll understand what is happening here, but essentially. Uh, from this point forward, starting with 2022, new episodes, all episodes of Cinema Crespediso will be at patreon.com slash crespediso. Uh, you can easily find a link there if you go straight to that link or if you're already going to chriscrespo.com. Uh, there should even be a link in the show notes if you can click on that. I don't know how technology works. But guys, we're putting everything at the Patreon uh, for for the future. Uh, and we'll be adding things to the Patreon, so not only will we be doing our normal uh, bonus uh, Friday fr- Friday show, we'll be putting out this show, continuing with episode 469. 469 is available uh, now at patreon.com slash crespediso. And uh, there will be new things as well. We're bringing back the Crespo Disco in a cool, fun way. That episode, the first Crespo Disco 2022, will be coming out in just a couple days. And we'll be doing all sorts of stuff, all sorts of new things. We're trying new things. I'm definitely going to put energy and money towards a video component. I have an idea for what we can do for a video, uh, uh, like review of movies in a way, first watch of movies, things like that, that I believe you guys will enjoy, guys and gals. Uh, so patreon.com slash so go ahead and sign up, but don't if you, man, I hope you haven't stopped listening. You've noticed that this thing's like two hours long, right? An hour and a half, however long this episode is, there's obviously something here. I'm not going to just abandon you freeloaders and give you nothing. I need to cultivate this feed, keep it going. And uh, what I'll do is, for example, here to start off your new year, right? Here's an episode from behind the patreon paywall this is from uh last october 2020 i believe and we did an episode on james cameron's the terminator and i remember having a lot of fun doing that episode i think it comes across great i think it's one of our better ones so here you go it's a freebie you can listen to this episode this terminator episode right after i'm done with this announcement here uh, and I'll keep doing things like this. So keep checking out this feed. Keep updating it. Because what I'll probably do is drop at least one old Patreon episode a month on here for free. So you'll just get old content. That's all. And uh, and I'll probably do some sort of once or twice a month at least best of. Best of episode of things that have been recorded. Bits of reviews and whatever. Uh, as an enticement to people to finally sign up to the Patreon. Uh, and to justify my continued uh, hosting fees for chriscrespo.com. Anyway, 
So, uh, patreon.com slash Crespity. So anywhere from one to five dollars gets you access to everything. If you pay the five dollar amount, if you're a five dollar Patreon, you get to help dictate content. You get to ask us to do things and we'll do it. Uh, Ronda Wonderful has us reviewing all sorts of stuff. He really takes advantage of that tier and I appreciate it. I appreciate you, Ron. So if you're even listening to this, you probably are. Who knows? I have no idea. Maybe you're not. So uh, guys, gals. Here is our October 2020 episode on The Terminator. It was a lot of fun. Then come on over to Patreon. Sign up. Let's do this. It's going to be a fun year. Uh, We're going to have a lot of stuff to do. February is right around the corner. February 2020, Drew. Come on, guys. It's going to be fantastic. We're having a good time. And uh, all right. Here we go. Enjoy. In the 21st century, a weapon will be invented like no other. This weapon will be powerful, versatile, and indestructible. It can't be reasoned with. It can't be bargained with. It will feel no pity, no remorse, no pain. No fear. It will have only one purpose. To return to the present and prevent the future. This weapon will be called the Terminator. You're dead, honey. What day is it? The date! 12th, May, Thursday. What year? I'm here to help you. I'm Reese, DN38416, assigned to protect you. You've been targeted for termination. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the Terminator. Your future is in its hands.
check one, two, three, four. Mm, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, yeah. Uh, when was the last time you went to Halloween Horror Nights? <laughs> right? Ever? Have you ever gone? A few years. For a couple years there, they did a thing house. Like around 2011, 2012. They did a thing house. Have you ever? I think like maybe 98, 99. Before I got to college, but bef before, before I could drink, college. before any of that stuff. I only I went once in like two thousand four-ish, two thousand five. They had a thing house. I wanted to go. I wanted to see the thing house. Was it cold? Were you on? Were you? Did, would they have made it cold? Would they have? Were you yeah, in Antarctica? That would. Be, it would have been awesome if they had uh, put it, done it inside a like a contained space, like a chill room yeah, or something. Yeah, like they could no. chill. Were they thinking that far ahead in the year 2004, Chris? No, this is 2011, 2012. When I went 2004, I can't even recall what movies were popular at the time that they would have done houses on. Scream. Or what house did I go through? What house did I go through? Did you even go through a house, Chris? A couple. Were you even, were you even there? You tricked me. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> I was never there. It was a Mickey is not so scary party. <laughs> this is what I was at. That's what I went to. It was, uh, and that was last year too. Not it, that that wasn't even when you were a kid. That was just last year, and it still freaked you out. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I had to, I had to have mom take me home. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, come pick me up. Yeah, I drove myself, but then I yeah, uh -huh. I'm too sc 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 scared. <laughs> I saw a g g g ghost. Was it a p p p p porky pig ghost? It was a p p p p it's hellfire so cold. <laughs> oh, guys, we're talking about the thing. How's it going? I uh, hope you. Uh, thing. I thought we were talking about the Terminator. No, that's that, that's in weeks. That's that's next week. Did you watch the Terminator? <laughs> oh, that's the wrong movie. Did you really watch the Terminator? Oh, then we can't do this. <laughs> I really did. All right, and we're back. So we took a break. We took a, a twenty-four hour break. Twenty-six and a half hour break and we're back now <laughs> to talk about the Terminator and not the thing. So sorry about that. That's my bad. No, it's just, it's, just mis <laughs> it's fine. It's miscommunication. No one. It's no one's fault. By that I say maybe it's my fault. I don't know. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I, I mean, I'll take the blame for this threw, one. It's threw, fine. Threw a lot of movies at you. It's fine. So, um, <clears throat> see, I should clear my throat before I did it. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. Wet that whistle. I was too anxious to get recording. It's a little late, but we're doing it, guys. We're talking the Terminator. The Terminator, 1984. Um, two weeks it came out. It's third week. It got knocked out of number one by, you guessed it, Drew. Oh, God, you devil. <laughs> the what? George Burns um, mm. sequel to uh, his movie, Oh, God. Mm. No, don't worry about it. No. Nope. No good. Um, he, they made the movie four. It was a budget at four. Went up to six and a half by the time they started shooting. Made thirty-eight million North American box office, forty million international, eighty million total on a yeah. six million dollar budget. I mean, I'm sure the second people saw that chrome skeleton, like their minds just exploded. It for sure, even in the uh, the worst reviews, because it did get some bad reviews. Well, yeah, I mean, you I know, get it. Oh, every movie is gonna get a bad yeah. review. Uh -huh. Even the worst reviews was like these effects. Oh my goodness, it looks so good. Um, Stan Winston, not the his number one choice for special effects. He wanted to be James Cameron. James Cameron wanted the guy who did all the special effects for Taxi Driver and The Godfather. 
okay. which those are just when you think special effects of those movies it's just like people getting shot and blown up and stuff yeah. so that's what he was going for obviously um, that dude I don't know if he turned it down because of scheduling or whatever but he recommended Stan Winston Stan Winston comes aboard he works with James Cameron Terminator Terminator Legends are born Legends <laughs> Legendary movie um, I mean, it's re- it is ridiculously good. No, it is. Re- rewatching it with twenty twenty eyes. No, exactly. Re- rewatching it with twenty twenty eyes, and uh, I mean, did you notice what I was talking about yesterday? Yeah. yeah so you mentioned <laughs> since you had seen it, since I just watched it. Yeah. What did you say about it specifically? Well, it, it felt like uh, now that I've seen the Safety Brothers movies, mm-hmm. it felt very much like a Safety Brothers, like just. Safety sci-fi, just uh, like it is. It is short. <laughs> it is dark. It is low character. Budge. It is low budget. It is fucking just filled with anxiety. And yeah. then all of a sudden, at the end, there's a robot. It's like, oh, okay, I'm oh, okay with that. He was a robot this whole time. <laughs> uh, it's also yeah. Because since you mentioned that, I was like, yeah, let me see what's he talking about. Does it really have that feel? And it does have that energy to it. Yeah. A decent amount is because uh, there's a decent amount of handheld work. Yeah. So that gives you that sort of like I'm there feel mm-hmm. for some of it. That low down, dirty, quick feel. Um, and then also it is just like sort of the design of the movie. So, yeah. so Cameron was also influenced by uh, Carpenter. All right. Speaking of, we're, we're got, doing the thing, it's, it's right? Got, it's, that, it's that low budget feel. It's a low budget feel. <laughs> he was inspired specifically by Halloween being a, that one, I mean, was it yeah. even a million dollars it cost to make that super low budget, but about a killer and the stalking and the tension. He's like, I can do that, but with my idea with a, a robot, you yeah. know, make it different enough that it's not a ripoff, a direct one to one. But his template was like slasher movie, yeah. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And it does have that element. It's like the unstoppable monster. You no, know, also the like, girl. No, when Arnold just keeps like, at one point in time, he loses the car and he just walks after them. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, so I forgot. Like you're totally just Jason. Like you just you walk at your slow, yeah. steady pace, and eventually you will catch them. You, you will catch them. <laughs> they do. They show Robert Patrick running a lot more in T2 than they show Arnold running. He he does some running in this, but it is more like... It's just a, it's just a very persistent yeah. walk. Yeah, like he, <laughs> he's going to get there. He doesn't sleep. <laughs> he doesn't sleep, doesn't eat. He won't stop. Until you're dead. <laughs> um, Michael Bean, obviously, like no one was the first choice by like producers and stuff, right? Uh, Michael Bean came on... Because, well, initially, who was it? Mike Metavoy is the head of Orion. He got the screenplay. He sent the Terminator screenplay to Arnold. It was like, look at the Kyle Reese role. This would be a good lead for you. And uh, Arnold wasn't too sure about it, but then he met with James Cameron. And also, Cameron was not sold on Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was like, plus, if we get Schwarzenegger for this role, even at this point of his career, then we have to get an even bigger name for the Terminator. Uh, so they go to Sylvester Stallone. He turns it down. Mel Gibson. He turns it down because Mad Max is another yeah. influence on James Cameron. Mm-hmm. And um, then he meets with Schwarzenegger for a Reese as a matter of like formality, like just to be like, all right, I'm mad with him. It's not happening. He even planned Cameron said he was going to get into an argument with him and uh, be like, uh, oh, this guy's impossible to work with. There's no way we can make a movie together. Mm-hmm. Right. He goes to meet Schwarzenegger, fucking charms the pants off him. He's a gregarious guy to get along. They hit it off immediately. So his plan goes to shit. He can't get into a fight with this guy. And then Schwarzenegger keeps bringing up how he thinks the bad guy should act in this movie. And so then Cameron's like, oh, interesting. He starts sketching him. And then he's like, hey, sit still for a second. And then he's like, just drawing him. He's like, oh, okay. And then he leaves. And that's how he ends up coming around to 
Schwarzenegger. You've heard the story about O.J. Simpson, right? Mm-hmm. Being suggested. Cameron thinks that he's too soft. No, no one would believe him as a killer. Which, I mean, 12 people did it. Yep. Correct. So, yeah. No, yeah. He, he was right. <laughs> a, a jury full of Camerons uh, agreed. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, he couldn't do it. No, no way. way. No. The glove didn't fit. Glove didn't fit. Um, the uh, and therefore you must quit. Therefore, because that's what the rhyme says. Therefore, that's the, <laughs> that's the nursery rhyme we all learned from exactly. when we were kids. Uh-huh. The uh, before Schwarzenegger, he wanted someone to look a little more normal. Lance Henriksen was uh, in consideration for okay. a while, right? Um, the idea being that it would be someone that would sort of blend in, but then once they did cast Schwarzenegger, it was like, well, now we have to kind of rejigger everything around him. And then when he was actually shooting, it was like, well, now I find myself shooting shooting things in a larger than life fashion because I'm trying to accommodate my big my big guy here. Uh, and I think obviously it works. It's uh, no. I mean, come on, not now you can't picture anyone else mm-hmm. as uh, the Terminator as the specific one no. anyway. Cyberdyne Systems Model 101 then later becomes a T-800 like they kind of retconned the, the numbering. The speaking <laughs> of Patrick Liquid 1, Cameron had that idea for in this movie. He's probably, he probably just couldn't pull it off. Could not. Absolutely could not pull it off. Uh, so it, there was supposed to be two Terminators, one Liquid 1, that one ended up being in the sequel. I am almost positive, Drew, I saw the sequel before I saw this one. Oh, definitely. I definitely saw Terminator 2 before. And I think I saw I it saw Terminator. Did you see it in theaters? Uh, I can't. Maybe the Dollar Theater. Okay, interesting. I th- I think I have a feeling. I feel like I saw that movie. Like it was a huge event movie. You know, it was uh-huh. a big deal. Um, and even though it's R rated, still kind of safe for kids if you don't mind them seeing some people get shot up. I mean, R rated never stopped. So, look, my father. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, for my parents, it stopped some movies. Sex, no. Drugs, no. Violence, yeah. <laughs> Cursing was like, yeah, it's gonna come with the territory. That's the problem. So I think T two falls. Mm-hmm. Speed, those type of movies, right? Uh, but this one that I came to eventually afterwards, probably high school or something. Kind of a toss up. I don't know which one I like more. If, if you ask me now, I don't know which one of these mo- those movies I like more. Two completely they are, different movies. They are you, very different. You, it's like it's like, it's like take, Alien and Aliens. Exactly. It's taking. You're taking this little, low-budget, very good, but pretty much character-driven movie yeah, and turning it into a fucking sci-fi epic. A huge. Uh, <laughs> like this giant, sprawling, fucking special effects wackiness. With the, with the, with the uh-huh. liquid monsters, yeah, and, exactly, and, and yeah. they hit the road at one point. Yeah. And the siege on the building. Oh, my God. That's, that's a great movie. So. Obviously, we'll do that one day. But, um, yeah, this one is much smaller. Much quicker. It takes place over the course of like thirty, a couple days, yeah, maybe two yeah, days, maybe tops. tops. And a lot of those original reviews, uh, they point out that energy as like this is part of what makes it work. If they even didn't like the plot so much, or they thought whatever was too hokey, the energy of the movie, the quickness of it, the the uh, the violence of it was all enough to just propel it forward. One negative review what was it St. Louis. I saw this on Wikipedia. One negative review had a quote like, it's trafficking in the same um, arty ugliness as Streets of Fire and Blade Runner. Yes. <laughs> but no, that, yes. But that was a negative. <laughs> no, wrong. Positives. Right? Those are positive. That's a stylistic choice, and it looks awesome. In that, fact, it looks so good that right now we're in a renaissance of it. Yes. So. It's, all coming back. it's all coming back in a big budget LED way now. Uh, yeah, it's wild. Uh, it's so funny how that, those movies got named. I'm like, those are all great movies. No, yeah. Like, this person sucks. Yeah, no, exactly. It's no filler on the roof. 
I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Well, you you are correct. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God it's not. Um, Linda Hamilton. Uh, Actually, for that one, I'm pretty sure you think Yahweh. Yahweh. Thank Thank Yahweh. Okay. Ja. <laughs> Praise the Ja. L- uh, Linda Hamilton getting cast as Sarah Connor. Role originally written as a. a 19, 20 year old. Um, okay. But she, what, when she did this movie, she was like 39, 40. So I don't know what at one point they decided. Maybe when she came along, like, yeah, she's, uh, we can age it up. Or if they had aged it up already and started looking at older actresses. Um, I mean, it would make sense either way. Yeah, either way. But they're all good. Every It's like everyone worked out so great that after the movie's over and now it has its place in history and Library of Congress and all that shit, you can't imagine. Uh, anyone else playing these roles? Mm, yeah. For the most part. No. Except for, I guess, Nick Cage. Yeah. Nick Cage could have played any of the roles. Any of them. Any. Any. Trust me. <laughs> Nick, Nick Cage is Sarah Connor. <laughs> Tell me, Reese, <laughs> why me? <laughs> I don't, okay. <laughs> Gotta work on Nick Cage. Um... I like how it opens in 2029. There's a weird two-year gap there in Michael Bean's service, and then when this... Actually, don't worry about it. So, it, <laughs> uh, opens at late Chris, 2029. we're dealing with a time travel movie. Like, just just, just shut up and accept sure, it. Sure, okay, okay. I will, I will accept everything. <laughs> and uh, it's the iconic opening, the skulls being crushed, and the, the hunter killers, the great sound design on it. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I, I mean, the, the 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 entire beginning of the movie is like the entire basis of the stand-up arcade game. <laughs> yes. The the spin-off life of the Terminator has been astounding. Uh, there was that stand-up arcade. Dude, game. that stand-up arcade game is still around today. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, is it a Terminator one or a T two machine? I think it's a. It, I think it's a T two quote unquote yeah. machine. Yeah, but it. But it's just future war. Yeah. yeah. All it is, it, it's just, you're, you're Michael Bean. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's awesome. The uh, There's the TV shows, right? There's the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh, that's God. Eighth I, season, forgot, I, I forgot, think. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, Lena Headley yeah. as Sarah Connor. Yeah. Um, like, I get it, guys, but not network TV. Yeah. You can't pull it off on no. network TV. The, uh, what, what, wasn't there another show? No. And then obviously all the movies. We talked about I mean, then, then, talk then, movies then, to death. The, the, the quote-unquote network TV it didn't work the same reason why the other Terminators that came out subsequently didn't work. Most of them are PG-13. That's true. Because if it's network, then you can't do... These first two movies are R-rated. Uh, although Dark Fate R-rated now. I mean, at least back in the day when when I think of rated R movies, it meant rated R for, like, real. Like, yeah. this is... This, this shit could happen in real life. This shit's gonna be good. <laughs> this shit gonna be good. Is what you know, R means. Pe- people say fuck and there's blood <laughs> as opposed to people saying darn and just falling down. Oh, they get shot. They just <laughs> Is he dead? Yes, he went to sleep. <laughs> he went bye bye to heaven. Um, yeah, it, it's a little different. It, it is even with it being CG, the violence in Dark Fate is then like sanitized in a way. It, yeah. it, it's it's not as visceral as when. Like right here in the beginning, right? Arnold shows up. It's whoosh, great. Because it goes from Future War to uh, Garbage Stroll. First opening credits. Yeah. Iconic theme song. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. Well, and we have the nice juxtaposition of Killer Robot Machine to Garbage, garbage Picking truck. Machine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But still, like, God, it looks, it's so dark and gritty and just like 
greasy. <laughs> yeah, they, they do that twice with the garbage truck and with the construction equipment. Yeah. It's like, look at this menacing machine. Right now, we control the machines, but when will the machines fight back? Uh, but even, I almost wish they could have moved the, ti- the title credits, like just cold open with that. And then go to Future War, and then Machines, Machines, and then cut to Garbage Truck. Make it look like, oh, the Garbage Truck is one of these machines, but then pops up. No, mm-hmm. it's L.A., uh, 1984. Specifically, uh, 1.52 a.m. No day, no date, no nothing, but the time. Never given it's a time. Point. Never given a time ever again. <laughs> and then it's a, it's a garbage pickup at the the Griffith Laboratory at 1.50. I don't know how the garbage works in L.A. Maybe that's how it works in L.A. I don't know. Oh, it could be. Ron, Jason, how does garbage work in L.A.? We have a couple of <laughs> L.A. patrons. These guys know. Um, Jason actually took a picture with our uh, one of our stickers out at the Griffith Observatory, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, great shot. So Arnold, he shows up, stands and looks amazing, obviously. That's why he cast the guy, because he looks incredible. Not for his speaking abilities. No. 17 lines of dialogue. Some of them are 80-yard. I don't think those are counted in the 17 oh, lines. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what, what the ones that he actually speaks, mm-hmm. 17 lines, um, less than 100 words. And then, yes, then they have the smart idea of he mimics other people's voices. he's a robot. It makes fucking perfect sense. Perfect sense. So at least, <laughs> at least three scenes, it's not even his voice. Yeah. Um, God, genius. But Cameron points out his accent makes it almost like, the way he put it, it's that his accent almost still made it sound synthesized. Like they hadn't yeah. figured out the voice part yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why it's not hundred percent like American English or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'd buy that. Sure. It's better than the T3 explanation of, uh, have you ever seen it? Remember that one? Rise of Machines? That's the one I, I, I skipped that one. You skipped that one. I still have not seen it. Of that's the, the one with the, with the Lady Terminator, right? With the right? Lady Terminator. Yeah, no. It's the one all, I skipped. Of all the sequels, the three, four, five, that is by far the one that's better. It's, campier too in like a bad way that's one where he uh puts up his hand to someone's like talk to the hand at some point it's bad but it's also r-rated okay very high budget and lots of destruction uh there's a great uh truck car truck chase scene uh where he's like hanging on the front of uh, one of these like wrecking balls sort of like hanging off a truck and just flying down the street telephone poles are being taken out it's decent action uh, bad, bad movie. Great ending. Great ending. What I was going to say was, there was... Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. It'll come, so, back. It'll come back to me. Onward. Um, the viscera of when he shows up, goes to those punks. Uh, your clothes, right? It's like laundry day. Laundry day is just repeating them. Bill Paxton. Well, I mean, well, f- legendarily, f- one first of the you, punks. You, I mean, you completely skipped over the... Uh, moonlit full frontal nudity of Arnold. Well, when he, <laughs> when he saunters over to the it, full frontal, yeah. dude, that thing is flopping around, and, and then and then he <laughs> walks over to the uh, to get a shot of a to, look over LA, yeah. his hunting ground. Mm-hmm. Jun, jun, jun. Music's very ominous. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a it's it's gorgeous body. He's a gorgeous, <laughs> he's a gorgeous man. I get it. Also, uh, like weirdly handsome when he was younger and even with the, the square jaw that he had shaved down it's weird how the Terminators look different oh now I'm going to say so in T3 the, the appearance of the Terminator and the voice is based on according to the movie like a general that came and visited Cyberdyne who's working with them and then oh, Arnold shows up in a cameo a he's like nice to meet you yes my name but then no uh, they dubbed him with like some southern voice so he has like a crazy like southern man accent it's stupid it's they cut it out of the movie it's, <laughs> it's a deleted scene it's a wonky 
craziest fuck deleted scene. Sounds awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. If you've seen the other two, anyway, <laughs> we're not going to. No need to go there. Um, we got the three punks, right? Yeah. Bill, pa- Bill, Bill, they got the Bill Paxton with his, the, the, the tire treads on his <laughs> face. Like, so, so like a tattoo is, or is that makeup? A, uh, exactly. So here's my question. Is that fashion choice? <laughs> or did his face actually get run over that day? I never even considered the possibility that he, he legit got run over. And he's just like, fuck it, bro. Yeah. And just walk around uh-huh, with skin yeah, yeah. on his face. Yeah, he's a dirty fucking he's gutter a, punk. Dirty goddamn gutter punk. Um, the other guy who's like nothing clean, right? Mm-hmm. That dude. He was the main bad guy in Cobra. He's uh, the Night Stalker in that one. He's got a crazy face. He kind of looks like Chris Pine. Yeah, like Chris Pine. Like he got run over by a car a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, the, like Bill, he just like pushes him, like face pushes him. I guess you're, you're assuming that it kills him. Uh, the other dude, though, he punches through him through him yeah and, and then you get the long shot of his hand just like covered in shit this is four minutes into this yeah. movie so but it, it, they're letting it, you know it's so you know what we're dealing with yes yeah, so like, <laughs> we're not fucking around uh boom like murder uh immediately robot murder uh, and then you get he gets the other the other guy's clothes mm-hmm. the iconic clothes the boots that he's wearing apparently he was shooting uh, Conan the Destroyer, and it was kind of almost at the same time. And he was on the set of that, and he had uh, the boots with him. And an interviewer asked him about those boots, like, what's up with those shoes? And he goes, oh, it's some shitty movie I'm doing. It's only going to take a few weeks. <laughs> he, he had very not much faith in it. He liked the idea of playing a robot, and he thought the, the upshot had way more... Um, like it was worth it. The upshot was worth it. Versus if it's a bad movie, it would be a low enough profile that <laughs> yeah, it doesn't that matter. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't yep. hurt his career. Correct. So it was, so it was a good gamble for him. Yeah. And obviously, it worked out. And then also, he admitted that it took a while for him to start trusting James Cameron. James Cameron. Yeah. yeah. But then he eventually, obviously, got to that point. What they made three, to two Terminators, True Lies. That's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh. uh yeah. Okay. <laughs> as far as I know, Arnold wasn't an Avatar. Although, you know, how, how these days... He, was, he, was he governing? Was he still governoring? I think he was governoring. Or maybe just finishing his governoring. He should be in these new ones. It's like, I'm, not, I'm the Navi. I'm here now. Nice to meet you. <laughs> A square-faced Navi. Welcome to, uh, welcome to Pandora. This is the life tree, as you can see. It was destroyed in the battle with the humans. Um, just getting a little run on her song there. The... Uh, Kyle, Kyle Reese arrives all burned as fuck. I mean, like all one's German, one's shit. Austrian. Yeah, it's, it, I just have to. Well, I mean, and yeah, now, and now Arnold's getting older. Well, actually, the, <laughs> the two. Sh- I mean, the juxtaposition of the two shots. One is completely emotionless, for all intents and purposes, perfect bodied Arnold and, that pops out of this thing in a perfect arrival. Yeah, and, just, and then and then Kyle Reese comes out. He is he he is in pain. Obviously, he is dirty, and his body is fucking scarred to shit. He's all fucked up, and he gets like, dropped plop. like face first on the concrete. Yeah, plopped down the concrete. Yeah. Not a smooth arrival yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It, it's a good juxtaposition. Um, the uh, he he's great in this thing, Michael Bean, and he was inspired by. Um, in a way, taxi driver, because he saw that. I was like, oh, I want to be one of these guys, like the Nero. I want to be like a Pacino. He really saw himself as like, I can be one of these great legendary, uh, like, character, leading men slash character actors. Obviously never got there, but uh, 
He did this. The Abyss was a last-minute replacement. He, uh, James Remar was in the UK with uh, Cameron and all of them a week before shooting. Uh, got busted with uh, marijuanos, mm. and that's bad in the UK. Mm-hmm. So he got fired. Michael Bean came in last minute. He's fantastic in the movie. He's so good. Um, Johnny Ringo in Tombstone. Yeah. He's so menacing. Him v uh, Val Kilmer. Come on, that's like a movie feud of the decade there for the nineties. How come he's not a bigger star? Because he didn't go on to do Batman. <laughs> hey, you know what? He needed a Batman. That's fair. If he could have been, he he could have been, been a Batman. Absolutely. I, no. I didn't say good. I said it better. No, I, I think he would have been good. He would have been because he has, he's kind of effectless. He can talk like almost like Timothy Oliphant in Deadwood, where he's just like. Uh, anyway, maybe, maybe should have been in Deadwood. How come I wasn't in Deadwood? Because <laughs> Timothy Oliphant took his job. That's why. <laughs> it's, like it's like you're too old for Seth now, Michael. He's like, fuck. Fuck. Um, so he arrives. Uh, and there's that uh, like old wino bum. It's funny how like a cop car pulls by and then it stops. I see him like pulling on his pants. Um, it's like, what, what the hell's going on over here with these guys? I don't know. Let's chase him. It, it's, let's make sure we start chasing him. Uh, which is, I mean, par for the course with cops. Well, yeah. Well that, cops well, that and so we can fucking start the anxiety every time you see Michael Bean immediately. It's like, oh, shit. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And uh, he's like, that son of a bitch took my pants. That fucking uh, old guy. A pretty good actor, mm-hmm. old guy. Like, is this a real... Who knows? Maybe he was just a drunk bum. Yeah, is this a real drunk bum? They just dragged him and paid him 80 bucks for the for the week. <laughs> Did, I mean, they might have just given him the whiskey and been like, all right, <laughs> just sit here. We're going to be here for a couple hours. Sit here and say this. <laughs> like, they did shoot the part of the car chase at the end without permits. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did get stopped by a cop on patrol. This is more likely to happen in L.A. or New York, where a cop did stop them and be like, let's see your filming permits. And they had to convince them that they were um, UCLA film students. Because mm-hmm. if you're a film student, you say you're shooting a, a student film, you don't need a permit. And that's your guerrilla filmmaking tip of the week. Do we got a... <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's the cops are chasing him around. He, he, like, hides and, like, stops one of them and takes his gun. And his legendary sort of exchange here is like, what day is it? The date. He's like, 12th May, Thursday. This, this cop's the, the year! Yeah. The year! <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> the year! I mean, can you imagine someone coming up to you and asking you what year it was? Like, brother. Unless it's uh, New Year's Day. But you really need confirmation. Uh, I'd be like, man, you're on some good drugs. Can I, where can I get some? <laughs> are, are, you, are, are you selling? Are you holding? Do you know, is Holden Caulfield in there? Do you know, do you know Holden? Um, we get the, uh, he goes into that uh, like department store. He puts on those Nikes that they re-released when they did Genesis. Um, man, I should have bought a pair of them. Mm-hmm. Super, I'll bet you if you go on eBay now, you'll probably find a probably. pair for... Yeah. 400 bucks 500 yeah, bucks maybe. and uh, we go I'm the trench coat so, so we can be flasher man sweet he does look <laughs> he does look uh, and then it probably smells well not exactly he does, and he's not wearing a shirt underneath it in the beginning so mm-hmm. it's just open chest and coat that's I mean come on he, he, <laughs> he looks homeless looks like a homeless guy with some nice new shoes yeah. uh, well and, and, and a shotgun strapped underneath his arm <laughs> when he <laughs> Like later, he saws off the handle so he can like, and then ropes it up so he can have it under, like on his shoulder. Uh, And then he starts crossing the street, but he starts walking really fast, and his coat just like flaps up in the breeze. He's right there. 
Guy. Hide the gun. Hide the gun, guy. Um, he goes, uh, he gets Sarah's uh, name. Remember phone books? Yes. <laughs> remember phone boots and like, phone books? I, I remember <laughs> both those things, yes. So a couple of things that uh, if you were to remake the Terminator but set in today, you'd have to find a way around this bit. You'd have to go online and like look up Sarah Connors on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or well, watch me Google Sarah Connor, Cal- you know, Los Angeles, California, and have the whole thing pop up. And you'd just be like, rrr, rrr. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, a thousand Sarah Connors in the inside. Like, oh, but you see, God. but here's the thing, though. If you're remaking making the Terminator nowadays the Terminator wouldn't even have to do that all you'd have to do is watch the Terminator like take his finger stick it inside yeah. the phone and then things happen on the screen and then he knows yeah ac- access the information then it's just in his because it's robot to robot so um yeah it's just internet shit we should remake the Terminator right is that what we're saying we should do it sure how do you improve on perfection I mean we just gotta re- make sure we recast Bill Paxton We'll do a CG. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk to his estate. We'll talk to his people. Then we'll do a CG recreation. Hologram Bill Paxton. But see, that, no, we'll do a hologram Bill Paxton so that they'll actually have someone to interact with. And we're, so we're, we're actually photographing so we're, the hologram. So are we going to do young Bill Paxton or old and Which Bill Paxton are we using? We have options. I, I wanted, Since we're recreating him ourselves. I want to do, speaking of Tombstone, I want Tombstone Bill Paxton playing the punk role. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be good. This is gonna be really good. I'm excited. There's no way this is gonna be expensive, right? We can't afford any of this. <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to do this show. <laughs> Talking about Terminator. Isn't that copyright? I don't know. I don't know how copyright works. No, we're fine. The uh, call James Cameron. Didn't he just get the rights back? He did get the rights back. Hey, give us the rights, James. <laughs> You're not using them. You're just sitting on them. No one wants to see your shit anymore. You're making avatars mm. for the rest of your life. Come on. For real, man. For the rest of her damn life. Uh, Sarah's name in the phone book. We cut to that. To her arriving at work. And it's like a cute little... Like piano. Um, uh, Brad Fidel. He got the the job by putting some music on cassette tape. And saying to him, someone, his agent, let him know about the project. And the producers are like, he's a TV guy. At this point, he hasn't done TV. He's a TV guy. We don't want this TV guy. He's going to ruin our movie. And then he gave him the music. And then they were like... Cool. You the guy. You are dude, Brad. Um, he accidentally came across a like on his synth, just working out beats and stuff. Somewhere like 13 and 16 time. It's like some awkward ass time signature. You can find articles online about the weirdness of the time signature and how hard it is uh, to do. Uh, but yeah. A lot of this movie is just an accent that came together in a, in a good way. Uh, so she's going to work. Quick shot of Terminator, uh, dressed in the punk clothes, like he pans up. So you see his boots, and uh, he looks pretty cool. He puts mm-hmm. on his glasses. Does he put on the glasses there? He punches the uh, car window and steals the car. Mm-hmm. Looks. Ever, you ever punch a car window? No. Right. Any, anytime someone did on like on the show, cops end up with a bloody hand. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's the way it works, right? Yeah, you're breaking glass with your bare hand. Yeah, right. It seems, yeah. It seems hard. It mm-hmm. seems hard. Karate Kid Part 2 there we go remember that when Creasy uh, in the very beginning he goes to punch Marita and uh, 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 I'm using his real name the uh, uh, Mr. Miyagi and Miyagi moves out of the way and he punches the glass and then he uses his other hand punches the other glass and then they're all bloody and shit when I was a kid I was like oh (laughs) that's fucked up man I was was a a child Uh, 
The uh, hadn't seen blood before. I mean, not expecting it. Unexpected in a Karate Kid movie. There's not that much blood in there. Oh, uh, is there? We should do the Karate Kid. There's uh, uh, Sarah's having a bad work day, right? She she clocks in. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she's, she's already kicked, late. She's already late. I think she's just bad at her job. She's late. Everyone's yelling at her. That kid puts ice cream in her apron. Some dude's like, "I should give you the tip, kid." It's it's mm-hmm. it's a weird bit of mm-hmm. of comedy. Gotta say, so these the early scenes with Sarah here at work, like this one scene, and then with her and Ginger a couple times. Um, if you were to cut anything out to speed up the movie even more, it would be that stuff. But then, are you really going to cut out the little bits of character development? And I was about to say that with, with without that, you there's no transformation for Sarah. There's she, nothing she, for her. She doesn't. She doesn't go from naive little nothing to mother of the leader <laughs> of the fucking revolution. <laughs> I do. Okay, I do like in Dark Fate how she becomes bitter about like. You're, not, you're like they don't want you. They want uh, what's inside you. Mm-hmm. Like she's uh, she's got it all mixed up, but yeah. she's obviously mad that uh, oh she's stuck just being the mother of the revolutionary. The um, yeah, you're right. The we need to see her in the shit job. Her 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 job. It's pretty aimless right now. Her life's pretty aimless, uh, not fulfilling. And then later we see uh, she gets uh, stood up. Right, yep. so now she's lovelorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now it makes it more believable that she would fall in love with this. Um, formerly barefoot, clearly insane homeless man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> formerly but clearly insane homeless man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Correct. I mean, and that's what everybody thinks. <laughs> that's what everyone else thinks. <laughs> Until. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's probably on PC. <laughs> Broke every bone in his hand and feel it. Shut up. <laughs> You're the robot man. <laughs> From the future, you don't understand. You don't understand. The um, so she's having a bad work day. Uh, the gun shop scene. I love the gun shop scene. We got Dick Miller. This dude's fantastic. He's in Gremlins. He's in a look up his IMDb. So much stuff. Um, it's his only scene for a reason. He. Uh, I love the whole exchange. He's like twelve gauge auto loader, the forty five long slide with laser sighting. Um. Laser sights in '84, brand new. Yeah, uh, and it had to be like battery powered. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like helium was involved in or something. Like, I, I was helium laser, something like that. Uh, anything else? Phase plasma rifle with 40 watts range. Just what you see, pal. <laughs> uh, it's, that's great. Like it needs because that's like just a little bit of humor and a little bit of future. A little bit of humor, a little bit of future. Uh, it's implying something. Uh, sci-fi wise but then you don't actually have to make it no exactly yeah <laughs> you, you just have to say it yeah. and then some some nerd in his head is like oh I bet it looks like this oh man I'm gonna go home and draw it <laughs> oh, what if I draw what if it looks like I bet you it has laser sight on it he likes laser sight uh, and then later when he's like that's when he found the uh, time displacement equipment mm-hmm. we never got to see no, it no nothing no I gotta just talk about it we destroyed it <laughs> um Uzi 9mm he's like you know your guns pal and, uh, and then, of course, he fucking loads a shotgun right there at the well, counter. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you leave shells at the counter. All right. Look, they, he's a, he is a poor gun shop They were owner. a little looser with the gun handling back in the day. Less trigger discipline back then. <laughs> Actually, this is pretty wild how, how far we've come as a gun-owning nation. In yeah, our... Well, we still got a long way to go, Chris. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then we go to his shopping spree. 
right? It's fun little uh, supermarket sweep of the gun store. Turn uh, Kyle saw off his shotgun just in the alleyway because uh, he's homeless cause he's and homeless. crazy. He's a homeless crazy man who found the shotgun. <laughs> well, he stole the shotgun from the cop car. Well, I like that how he got away from the cops, went back around, and just went to the car and like took their gun. All right, Chris. So an <laughs> remake of the Terminator at the end. Yeah, Michael Bean doesn't die he is a crazy crazy homeless man and it was all in his head (laughs) so then it turns out that when you look at the crushed robot it's just a bunch of goo it's like oh that was actually a person yeah Uh uh-huh yeah, yeah. Shared hallucinations. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. So it'll be somewhere between the Terminator and uh, do you remember the Max? Yeah, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, about the crazy homeless guy who thought he was living in a fucking adventure land. <laughs> okay, okay. See, see, we know what we're doing. We're gonna send this episode to James Cameron. Mm-hmm. I'll be like James. For five dollars a month, you can sign up for. Our <laughs> we have a great idea in this episode. <laughs> So, so listen, James, you pay us $5 and we'll give you our idea because we're the idea guy. Well, what? He's not special. And you're only James Cameron. Listen, he's not special. We got we got to pay the bill somehow around here. And this ain't doing it, so come on, James. <laughs> Sign up, buddy. Um, So, uh, Terminator. So first, Kyle used a phone book. Mm-hmm. Look up Sarah Connor. Yep. There's three of them. The Terminator grabs a phone book. He grabs some biker guy who's like, I need you to come pick me up. My bike broke down. Throws him out of the way. And then he ADRs. Like, you got a real attitude problem. You think it's going to lead up to confrontation. He's going to, like, punch the robot and hurt his hand or something classic like that. No. I wonder if, like, they shot it and they cut it just for time or or anything. Or, mm-hmm. I mean... Or maybe they'd save to use that in the next one because they definitely used that in the Terminator 2. So. Then I think again in 3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is a fun bit. We should have done it the first time. Well, then let's keep doing it. Um, at the diner, Sarah's annoying co-worker drags her over to the news. Like, look at this. Look at this. Isn't this great? You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. Uh, so it's a news report about Sarah Connor. The first one being that. Uh Yeah, because we cut because he uses the phone book. Great shot of you got the the toy truck on the street. Mm-hmm. It's like a close up of the toy truck, which foreshadowing uh, he gets hit by uh, a Mack truck later. So here's a toy truck that he runs over with his car. Uh, foot comes down. He walks down the camera. It's like I mean, Cameron. It's it, it, he did Piranha two, but got fired after a week. So this is technically his first like movie. As a director, he knew what he was doing. He's like showing ultimate confidence, and I want this on the camera. Go here, uh, or I wonder how much that did the cinematographer also help? I mean, obviously it's a collaborative effort. Whatever, it worked. Oh man, fantastic! Looks so good. It still looks so good. Um, and then shoots Sarah Connor and shoots the woman. News report: Sarah Connor sees that Sarah Connor's dead. Um, Kyle hot wires a car. Radio's playing. He looks over and sees that like, construction equipment. That's what we were talking about before, yep. where it sort of fades back and forth. Yep. And then he sort it sort of like lulls him into a sleep nightmare yeah. about the about uh, the future war. about future war. So we get a scene of him that it reminds me a lot of um, the T two three D battle in time mm-hmm. right at Universal, yeah. where it's just like the big set. And it's, yeah, exactly. Big set, desolated city, and you got the uh, not really a lot of cyborg robots. It's the 
the big tank-like things. Yeah, like there's and, one of them in the background. I think maybe you see one or two of the air things. Yeah, the hunter the killer airships. comes around because that's what blows up. The, yeah. Uh, wait, no, no, it's one of the big tank things. But he's with the girl, yeah. and she gets lasered, and her, yeah. her body she just explodes, goes flying in different yeah, she, directions. Yeah, she explodes. It, it is wild. Um, then he jumps into a car. Uh, drives. A, it's a very Halo word. Then all of a sudden, it's like mm-hmm. the what do you call that? The um, like the warthog type of thing. And the I mean, Halo was called the Warthog. Yeah, but it, it, in this, it was just a beat-up car. Yeah, with a, <laughs> with a gun mounted to it. Um, he crashes, and there's a fire. Uh, I also like the explosion of the... Uh, like, it looks good. Obviously, it's all miniatures and yeah. stuff. I wonder how big they are, but the of him putting the bomb under the one with the treads and it blowing up as he runs away. Like, it looks really good, even though you can still tell, yeah, it's a good It composite. looks a lot better than the big explosion at the end when Sarah Connor's running away. Yes, the composite of that one, you could obviously tell she's running in front of like a screen and they're put together 100%. The lighting uh, isn't matching totally there. Yeah. I think it's because these scenes are like hazier mm-hmm. and uh, even darker. So, so they could just kind of fuzz it. Yeah, I, I, it I worked. They can cheat it a little bit more. Yeah. Well, um, the cheating works. Yeah, it worked there. <laughs> You're right. In the, in the end, there it is uh, a pretty obvious like composite shot, 100%. Um, but so by that point too, you're just no, like, no, exactly. yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and they were probably thinking to in the edit. They were like, "Fuck it, man! <laughs> if this loses them, then we, yeah. the movie's ruined." But like, we have nothing. Yeah, I mean, they, they just sat through this point. Yeah, they just sat through 15 <laughs> minutes of stop motion chrome skeleton action. Yeah, if they're pissed off about this, they had a lot more. <laughs> they had even more stop motion stuff that camera ended up nixing because like, I need this to look as uh, as good as, as possible. possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I ended up using some at the end, but. Um, it's pretty similar to the, to the thing which mm-hmm. we're going to do next week that, mm-hmm. that happened to the thing too where Carpenter was like we had a bunch of stop motion stuff and it didn't look good we had so, to cut it yep <laughs> they kept some of it in there though and then you can tell when it's no. stop motion is it? it's always interesting the uh, uh, so Sarah's at home with Ginger uh, gets a call from her boyfriend Matt it's a uh, uh, he's, he's trying to do a sexy phone call but mm-hmm. it's a joke and uh, this dude Rick Rosovich. You recognize him? He was like another one of these guys. I'm I'm about to blow up, I'm about to blow up, but then it never really happens. Uh he's in Top Gun. He he's Val he's Iceman's partner. Uh he's his wingman in Top Gun. He's in um Roxanne. Remember that the Steve Martin movie Roxanne? He's the dumb guy, the dumb fireman guy who uh Steve Martin helps out. Well maybe uh maybe they were just all a, a Ryan Reynolds looking for their Deadpool that they never got. That's true. I mean he is hundred percent. He never he never found that one role. Um, I think he's in backdraft, maybe. Yeah. He pops up with a whole bunch of stuff. It's just like, white dude. It was the same thing. Ryan Reynolds was speckled through the 90s and the 2000s. And then all of a sudden, he just, oh, exploded. Well, but for Reynolds, he... Van Wilder helped a lot. Yeah. But then it was then it became... But, all, still, but, but, then, but then it became, oh, look, it's Van Wilder for a long time. Exactly. Yeah, he it's, couldn't get over that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is still, yeah. So what's better? To be stuck with the Van Wilder label or to be, how come we never got a Van Wilder? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh boy. Huh? These are the things that keep me up at night, Drew. So Rick Rosovich is in this motherfucker. Uh, cut to the police station. We got Ed, Paul Winfield. Uh, another, man, this guy it was just Bunch in something. He was in not a, a total recall. Damn, something we just did. Um, and of course, Lance Henriksen, mm-hmm. right? There, there are two main cops. Ed and Vukovic. He never says his name. He, he's titled as Vukovic. He never says his name. Um, 
So Anne Tarkinson tells him about the two Sarah Connor uh, killings. It's funny how at one point he's like trying to, he keeps, he's just hitting with exposition, exposition. They hide the exposition kind of well within the dialogue because here it's like cop telling another cop about what's going on. And then he has glasses on and he's like, these work, you know. And then Lance is like, oh, motherfucker. But then he has to tell him later, well, look at the names. Come on, use your goddamn glasses. The, the two Sarah Connors. Um, so Sarah and Ginger are prepping for a night out there. He's in the huge 80s hair. Mm-hmm. looks absurd. They check the phone messages. This becomes like a plot point. She's yeah. like, did you check the phone? They make a big deal for some reason. Well, and messages then, were big in the 80s, that's, Chris. That's true, too. It just started. Kids don't know, man. <laughs> you had to get the tape. Was the tape full? You got to flip the tape. If you left a message at someone's house, but you're like, damn it, I don't want them to get that message. And you got to break into their house and steal the tape. It's crazy, man. That, that was a straight up. Plot point for, like, multiple TV shows and movies. Yes. Because people actually did it. That's crazy. Now, if I get a voicemail, I'm just like, I delete it without even listening. I don't think I've even like, gotten what, a voicemail in over, like, probably over a year. I get at least two a day from uh, spam bots, spam callers, that somehow they leave voicemails. And they're like, thank you for, like, shut up. I get so mad. If I press two for, it's a voicemail. I can't press two for nothing. Also, uh, Pugsley? What? The lizard, the iguana, Pugsley. Oh, what the? F- yeah, that. Um, what? I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it's so inconsequential no. of in this whole movie. The one thing that's truly inconsequential. It's good. It is good for a single jump scare. Yes, for later when uh, Ginger's going to the fridge and like it knocks over some boxes. But it's not even that much of a jump scare. Nope. It's just her going like, oh. It freaks her out for a second. It freaks her out. Yeah, but the audience is like, it's just Pugsley, bitch. Relax. And then it almost like bites Sarah's face when she pulls it down from you. See, that was like, you open its mouth. Did you ever see Stone Cold with Brian Bosworth? His character had a Gila monster as a pet. Cool. Why is that a thing in the 80s? So, um, remember that? His name was Elvis. The, uh, so Sarah says she's going to go to a movie. Right, and as she leaves the uh, the garage, the the theme kicks in. It's so scary. She's looking around, and then when she leaves on her on her Vespa, uh, Kyle is following in a car. Um, at the police station, the press are all over it now with the two Sarah Connor names, uh, and they can't get a hold of her. So now we're establishing uh, there's three Sarah Connors, two of them are dead. Now everyone's looking for the third Sarah Connor for for uh, third one. Uh, the, 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 the. Oh, so many, oh man, no, come on, Chris. Um, so the, uh, the, 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 Ed says he's, uh, talking, oh, Ed, Ed, he's like, this is weird, where he's like, I'm gonna try to get on the TV before the 11 o'clock news, but he's, the news is out there immediately. He's like, it cuts to the next scene, it's like, I wanna talk to the press. Mm-hmm. And then immediately, uh, Sarah's like cutting a pizza at some shitty tavern, and then news is reporting, oh, a second Sarah Connor has been killed. Um, and she's like, turn it up. Imagine me that guy at the bar. <laughs> like, what the fuck, lady? She's so into this. Uh, Sarah sees the news. She leaves. And Reese is following and does a piss poor job. Of oh, life. he is the worst recon guy in the world. <laughs> what the hell? That, that and on top of it, it doesn't help the way he's dressed and the look on his face. He's, like, he's so he, insane. He immediately is just like, Rape eyes. He does. Yeah, yes. <laughs> what, what, like you said, with yeah. the jackets? Yeah, and he takes his jacket and like, he puts up the collar and he gets all tight like, I'm going to rape you. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> And then uh, he follows within like four feet of her, yeah. turns around, and she, he's just like staring at her. Like, uh, 
so she understandably freaks out, yeah. just ducks into like the nearest business, which is uh, Tech Noir. Like, oh, it's, it's like, oh, over yeah. on Pico. I know it. How does he know about uh, Tech Noir, this cop? Why? Because um, he's hip. He is. He's hip as fuck. Bro? He knows about the the cyberpunk uh, uh, nightclub. Not a nightclub bar. It doesn't look cyberpunk to me. It looks very uh, just 80s shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, like, same like, like, imagine if, remember when we used to go to barbecue bar, uh, the 80s, a barbecue the 80s bar version of that. Yeah. That's the exactly what Tech Noir is. I'd still rather go to Tech Noir. Well, it's got a cooler name. <laughs> it's got a cool ass name. Um, so, uh, she goes and used the phone. Uh, Terminator shows up at her building just as a cop car gets like a call and leaves like whatever car was stationed outside her place. Not like they were going to stop him anyway. Cop leaves. Terminator shows up. Uh, fucking kills uh, Matt and uh, kills Ginger while Sarah leaves. Well, first the cops leave a, a voice message while they're fucking. Mm-hmm. Show them fucking. Yep. And then uh, Ginger's making this ridiculous sandwich. Giant sandwich. I guess it's, maybe it's for both of them. Maybe. And also two huge stalks of celery. Or maybe. With, with gobs of peanut butter in them. Or maybe she's just a hungry bitch. Uh, the, the 20 ounces of milk that she poured would say yes. <laughs> would say yes. She's hungry. She's hungry as fuck. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, the, uh, oh yeah. The, when he, he's just getting thrown around the room, right? Yeah. Uh, he's getting his ass beat. When he gets like thrown through the door, it's like, whoosh, and he's all bloody. Uh, that looks really good. Mm-hmm. Like, it, when he's getting thrown around and being thrown through the glass, it's obviously like a stuntman with a wig. But then when it's like they just dump his body down with the blood, it's like, whoa. It's good stuff. Because, yeah, all that glass would cut you up. It would cut you up really good. He uh, kills Ginger. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah leaves a voicemail. I'm at Tech Noir. Uh, you guys got to come get me. So he's like, oh, shit. I, I killed the wrong person. Finds. Well, he's not like, oh, shit. He's just like, oh, I killed the wrong person. Oh, yeah, there's, yeah. there's no, oh, shit. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Um, he's like, mission not complete. And uh, finds a photo ID with her face on it. So now he has a, a face to go with him. So that's a, that's a nice little detail they throw in. Now, like you said earlier, you just grab someone's phone, plug into it, pull up her... Uh, all the information, pull everything. Her, pull up her Twitter account. Credit score, all of it. Where she lives... What she, what she had to eat yesterday? Where like, she where she currently is with Google Maps? And then and then life lock life alert like it kicks in. Uh-huh. It's like someone's accessing your like what? What's going on? Should I shut down my debit cards? Then Terminator just, just shoots her in the head. Movie over. Movie over. <laughs> <laughs> the Terminator directed by Chris Crispo. Yeah. By Chris Crispo. <laughs> Terminator Golden Twenty Twenty. Thank you, man. This movie sucks. It cost me four hundred twenty million dollars to make it. Movie sucks about as bad as the year did. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to do, man. The uh... so Ed gets a, a Sarah's call, tells her to wait at Tech Noir. Uh, Terminator shows up immediately afterwards, so the cops ain't got no time to get there. And uh, this, like the lead up to the shootout, is really good. A lot of I like how she knocks over a bottle of club soda. And then when she bends down, it goes. That's to, when he's looking. Yeah. So like he misses her the first time. Yes, and it goes to slow motion too. Yeah. So then like people are dancing, like, slow down a little bit, and they like, uh-huh. turn slowly. Uh-huh. Um, and then like how so there's music playing, but it then helps. the score is slow. Yeah. It helps build suspense. Yes, I guarantee. I mean, it it feels very safety. It, it's very. very In which well case, done. now indeed, now every time I watch a safety movie, I go that I I should go. That feels very Terminator. This is like <laughs> yeah, you're just making a Terminator, aren't you? Aren't you? 
We, you assholes really like James Cameron, don't you? We're on you. We we know what you're doing. The um, I'm finding out your influence. The the, the sh- whole shootout scene's a lot of fun. Where uh, we got the the shotgunning of of the Terminator. It knocks about a couple times. You got the iconic uh, "Come with me if you want to live" line that then comes up over and over in the movies. Um, and then Arnold's been using the "Vote for me if you want to come with me if you want." No, yeah, "Vote for me if you want to live" is one thing. What's another thing? Come with me if you want to lift. Is another yes. thing he does. Yeah. yeah. Well, because he co-opted it after the second one. He, he co-opted that. Yeah. Well, his character gets it in no. the second one, so then he gets to co-opt it. Um, and then also the "I'll be back" that he uses later. He, he uses over and over in movies afterwards. Um, the shootout turns also another thing that they repurpose for the second movie in a great way is the uh, going through the plate glass window in the front hitting the sidewalk and then like coming up slowly uh, they repeat that again mm-hmm. with, uh, with the T-1000 yeah. in, the, in the gallery sequence um, the, the chase scene the cuts of a car chase right again this is back to the sneaky exposition earlier it was with the cops just uh talking about like this is the new case but that's actually now, exposition now it's now it's Kyle Reese screaming <laughs> yeah. at Sarah Connor yeah. like this is what's going on in the movie he's like this is what's happening <laughs> and she's like what <laughs> I know you probably didn't read much of the script but this is what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the movie or maybe people showed up to the movie late um yeah mm-hmm so he's doing exposition while he's like losing the cops and shit. A lot, a lot of fun uh, driving stuff. Parks in a parking garage where uh, he finally starts considering the parking garage. And as we um, get more duck down exposition. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> duck down quieter exposition. She's like, "Are you saying this from the future?" He goes, "One possible future from your point of view. I don't know tech stuff." <laughs> I like how they're mm-hmm. just like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just a soldier. Yeah. He doesn't know. We're nope. going gonna to dismiss all of this. Yes. Well, I don't I don't know tech stuff. But, uh, you know, time travel works. So I, I, don't know, tr- I don't know how. Trust me, it works. I'm here. <laughs> and, 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 I mean, he says that when he gets arrested, too. He's like, hi. He's like, I don't know how it all works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I didn't build it. I just use it. That's true. Uh-huh. I don't know how my computer works. I just use it. Don't ask me to build you one. And then if someone came to me, like an alien came to me, it's like, you use it all the time. You know how it works? Like, no. No, I know. <laughs> someone else, someone else did it. <laughs> I don't know tech stuff. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. Um, the police find their car abandoned because it's all shot up to shit. So they find it. They put out like an APB, which then so the Terminator he's driving around in a cop car. He killed he, a cop. Yeah, he gets the APB and he gets it. So he's like, oh shit! Spins his car around and goes right to that parking garage. He uses fake voice. Does he use his fake voice? Uh, to, yeah, that's our first time we get fake mm-hmm. voice. Uh, which comes back and play much more importantly later. So that's an important thing too. Like let's establish this um, ability early on, so that later it's like you see that in movies, especially with superhero movies, where someone has a power that like how come we, how come we didn't have this power two movies ago? Mm-hmm. It's like when Optimus Prime had rocket boots and like yeah. the fourth Transformers. Yeah. It's like dude, <laughs> you could have. All, all the time you spent driving. Why? <laughs> Why do you even turn into a, a giant semi-truck? Why are you a car? You have rocket boots for feet. What Why? the fuck is wrong with you, <laughs> you stupid robot? You stupid robot. Why do you walk places? <laughs> Why do you walk? He's all, he's all like... Uh... He's all like, I have to control. I have to control. It's way too deep. It's way too deep. Sandwich wiki. Sandwich wiki. I have to conserve gas. Sandwich wiki. With gas prices these days, Sam. Or should, or should we call you Creeper now? 
<laughs> With Sam Price's creeper. Is that a new chest tattoo? <laughs> yeah, what do you think? What do you think? Oh, he's all hyperactive. <laughs> yes. Do it! Relax. Relax, guy. Um, so, uh, at the police station, well, first they have to hold, uh, they've, uh, Terminator shows up, right? No. In, in the in this police car, so they have another chase scene like through the garage. And it goes on a street. Also, it's like they just—I don't wonder if they added lights. It's cool when you shoot in tunnels and in certain parking garages because the way the lights go overhead, uh, like they reflect on the cars. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. Um, so this whole chase looks cool, and then it ends with them like coming at a wall, like it's sort of like a T section intersection. Yep. Uh, so the Terminator's car slams into the wall. Great shot too of I guess a dummy. Yeah. Like flying through yep. like a crash that's dummy. Mm-hmm. Yes. That I mean that must have been fun as hell to shoot. Like uh, of are you, course. Are you sure this thing's gonna fly through that windshield, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, I hope so. I mean it's, <laughs> it's not wearing a seatbelt, so it should. <laughs> I hope so. I don't want to hear I hope so. <laughs> this is our only car. I'm gonna smash the fuck out of this thing. Um so uh the cops also show up, like right behind all this shit, so uh, Reese gets arrested. Sarah gets taken in for protection. Terminator's gone because this giant 1,000 pound piece of machinery just like sneaks off. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it probably just did, you know, catastrophic damage to one of its limbs. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. No. You know, it's, it's probably losing hydraulic pressure, leaking fluid. It should be. There but should it, be a trail of oil. And with as heavy as it is, like. It should definitely be making sounds as it walks like, away, like too. Shing, chunk, shing, chunk. Yeah. But no. No, no. Like a ninja. <laughs> Gone. Like, whoa, I didn't know it had ninja abilities. Well, I mean, it is for the future. One possible future from your <laughs> point of view. I don't know. Text off. <laughs> I don't know. Text off. Um, so. Man, could you, could you imagine if Keanu Reeves used that line in the first Matrix movie? That would be- ne- Neo, we need your help. I don't know, tech stuff. Movie over. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know tech stuff. <laughs> Come like a bomb. This is a Rage Against the Machine. What was it? What song did they use? These different songs. Um, so, uh, a, a decent bit of cleaning up your narrative strings here, where Sarah, when he cuts her at the police station, she is mourning Ginger and Matt. Mm-hmm. A lesser filmmaker would have easily like forgotten about the whole roommate. Yep, no, nope. like, no worry cares. about it. But this gets her right to the plot. No, but you actually give her like fifteen seconds of like, oh, Matt, Ginger. But it's like she doesn't matter. It it it, it, it it's cleaner. It's only one possible reality, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever. No fate, but what, <laughs> no fate, but what you make. Eddie Furlong in them. He. Uh, she agrees to talk to uh, the criminal psychologist, Dr. Silberin, uh, played by this guy, Bowen, Ed Bowen. He is the only actor to be in... He wasn't in the last one. No, but he was in the second one. He's in the second one, he's in the third one, and he's in the... Yeah, is he? You know, him and Arnold are the only ones to be in all three. The first three. Not in the fourth, I think he's in the fifth. They made six of them. Goddamn. Well, I mean, I mean, if you're yeah, they made six of them. if you're having a slasher movie, you gotta have a psychologist. If you can bring back the same one, why not? Yeah. Well, that I mean, that's really pulling Halloween. Doctor Loomis. Yeah, this is their Doctor Loomis, Doctor Subarin. Um, but he's way more of a like he's yawning <laughs> and checking his beeper. I do like how they portray him as a 
uh, pretty boorish. Um, those are thing notes. I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, Matt Mac is asking for pukes. <laughs> That's our next episode. Um, and then two, and then three. Uh, Terminator. Uh, this is this is strange. So, is he renting this room? <laughs> Terminator uses the same room multiple occasions to fix himself oh, up, yeah. but he lets himself in through the uh, fire escape. But then later, like uh, like the building super is like cleaning the building or whatever, and he's fuck and you he, asshole, fuck you asshole, and then he just like shrugs and walks away. Like it's your room, buddy. Maybe, <laughs> or maybe uh, maybe it's like a slum, or maybe he's squatting. He's like, them squatter. He's just squatting rights. These are squatters' rights. I have the I have the power turned on in my name. Right here it says Terminator, Duke Energy Terminator. I've been paying bills for two weeks. He uh, is always in the hotel room, and this is when we get the first repair. He's fixing his arm. Yep. Looks pretty cool. You get the fun little servos in there going, yeah. and then he, he pulls on one and it makes his finger move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Um, I also like how it's bloody, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it's inside him. Yeah. 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 The, uh, the, the, the Reese interview is fantastic. He gets a lot of great lines in here. Uh, he gets so, to act all crazy. He does get to act crazy. Yeah. Uh, so you're a soldier fighting for whom? And he says it's like it's gonna like help answer the question. He says Ford 132nd under Perry from 21 to 27. That's why I was saying there's that two year gap there. Is that, what was he doing for that extra two years? Um, and he's like, that's <laughs> it's funny. It's like that's the year. 2027. Because remember, it's 1984. No. Mm-hmm. They can't even imagine 2027. At well, we're coming up on it. It's not looking too hot. Dude, Like we'll be lucky to make it to 2027 um, without this possible future. Um, but yeah, exposition crazy and talking about what's happening in the future, why it happens. Um, we smash your defense, defense systems. Um they had no choice. They had no choice. They had to go back. And that's when he found a... And he grabs up papers like... Time displacement equipment? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, I don't know, Tech. I don't, I don't know tech stuff. The... Uh, is that, why don't, you go, why don't you go back? No one goes back. It's not the way, it's it's one not the way, way it works. It. One way ticket, no one goes back. Um, it is a pretty smart... If you are uh, in a bit of a psychosis there... It is a pretty smart way to be like nice, clean oh, yeah. uh-huh. story. I'm from the future, but I can't go back. No one can. Well, how'd you get here? I don't. Know. <laughs> I didn't make it. I, f- I fell out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, I popped down with <laughs> a bunch of electricity. The Terminator. Uh, then we get the eye fixing scene. Yeah. After this point, where uh, it's like looking in the mirror, and um, this is when we get the wonkiest effect probably the um the fake arnold head the fake Ar- yeah the fake arnold head sucks yeah it's um i mean it's close even, even for then it you could <clears throat> be like oh yeah this doesn't look what the cool thing about it is seeing the eye underneath yeah. uh when the lens how that opens up mm-hmm. and closes is really cool looking um i also like how seriously i'm sure that's just uh it's probably just a camera lens yeah. behind a red screen yeah <laughs> that's it's all so, it is so simple right but it looks yeah. cool and I like how there's like a shot. One of the shots I actually thought looked okay because it's 
the action is a, uh, the scalpel going towards his damaged eye. So looking at the screen, it's like you're looking at that action. You don't really notice that the other 80% of the face kind of looks like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then later when he's like examining the hole in his eye and then you just see a full face thing, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that doesn't look hot. Uh, but then like when he like he, he's repairing his eye, then they cut to a side shot of actual Arnold um, and like he just like pops something down drops in the water so they did mix the two together mm-hmm. I also like how earlier when he was fighting Kyle uh, or was chasing Kyle and like Kyle calls an ex- like he shot a gas tank in the car and like, whoosh, a big explosion then the Terminator just went through then it cinched off his eyebrows so from his point forward <laughs> Arnold doesn't have <laughs> doesn't eyebrows and looks eyebrows. super weird it looks crazy um, but, right, he, gets some, he gets some sunglasses some gargoyles, man. <laughs> and the third one... Uh, he wears his sunglasses at night, Chris. He, that's the best time to wear sunglasses. Uh, in the third one, he puts on a pair of glasses because he's in a convenience store, and they're, uh, sh- the lenses are shaped like stars. And then he looks himself in the mirror, and he's like, no, and then he takes them off. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The campiness of the third one is weird, Drew. It's weird. But you know what the third one does do? I'll go ahead and spoil it for you. You may, it might actually entitle it. It actually ends with um, the, the the all the bombs going off. Okay. Yeah. That John Connor gets saved by Terminator taking us to a bunker. And it's like, the whole mission was to save you, John. And now the bombs are going off. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a call comes through with the old DEF CON. And they're like, who's in charge there? And it's just like him. And it's like, I'm Nick Stahl. I'm, I'm Nick Stahl. <laughs> dun, 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 and then it says the end. It's pretty cool. And if you want to watch it even less, Claire Danes is in it too. Though, so yeah, as a matter of fact, um, she's great. I love Claire Danes. The doctor is showing a video interview to Sarah, and they try to explain to her. It's like, oh yeah, here's a here's Kevlar. You could stop a twelve gauge round, and he's like, he's probably on PCP. He couldn't feel. Uh, broke every hand in his. Uh, Everyone on his hand couldn't feel it. That kind of stuff. You've been hanging out with a homeless dude this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you were contemplating having sex with him, weren't you? She's like, no, 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 no. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I was. You'll be very safe. You got thirty cops in this building. Of course, mm. you know, we know. You know, you know what that means, Chris. Thirty cops are about to die. <laughs> we got thirty dead cops in this building. Leftover <laughs> crack, is it? Who did the song? Thousand Dead Cops? Million, million Dead Cops? I don't know. I think it's left over crack. Um, so, Doctor leaves the building just as Terminator shows up. So, Akana is like, visiting the hours over, pal. Looks around. Gets the iconic. I'll be back. I'll be back. Who Arnold wanted to say, I will be back. He argued that a robot, cyborg, More would not use rate. contractions. No. Also, he was having trouble with the aisle part. It's fine. Um, James was like, "Say the line, buddy. <laughs> Say it as written. I'll be back." Um, then, of course, becomes iconic. He uses it again in Total Recall. Uses it again in uh, practically every movie he's in. At some point, he says, "I'll be back." Mm-hmm. Um, so now we get to the police station. He drives the car into the police station. Goes crushes that it. guy. Cru- that dude gets fucking crushed. And then, uh, well, the, the dummy gets crushed. But whatever. I mean, but you know what's yeah. going on. Like that the character. Of the desk sergeant gets fucked up, <laughs> uh, and then he goes around the building just like destroying the yeah, place, just, just very, very nonchalantly, just yeah. opening a door. You're dead. Opening yeah. a door. You're dead. Hey, you're in a hallway. You're dead. And, and people are shooting at him, but yeah. he's a robot. Uh-huh. So he's, and then like, um, 
So we, we've we've met Ed. We've met uh, uh, Lance Henriksen. We're with these guys. We know them a bit. We're thinking, and they're dead. Yeah, we're thinking, are they going to like keep up with the fight? Are nope. they going to team up with Kyle? Nope, they're going to get shot to shit right fucking here, Chris. Fucking uh, <laughs> Ed, Paul Winfield, he gets... He takes like five to the chest real yeah, quick. Yeah, he, <laughs> he like comes out of a doorway with a machine gun, and he just gets shot down. Lance Henriksen's like, no! He grabs a gun. You get a close-up of the Terminator's gun. You don't even see Lance Henriksen get shot. He dies mm-hmm. off-screen. Yeah. I wonder, did they just not get the shot or something? Uh, but yeah, like you have these characters. We're building, we're building them up. One of them dies. Dead. Dead. Fucking dead. Uh, meanwhile, Kyle, he busts out of his, uh, his like interrogation room, finds Sarah. They escape while the Terminator just destroys the whole place. Yeah. Um, Brad Fidel said, Fidel, he said he wrote a heroic theme, cute. So when like Kyle finds her... Um, and they like gather da, da, da. together. Yeah, there's a heroic cube for that point. And James was like, get that shit out of here. They're still in danger. What's wrong with you? He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. They're still in danger. So then yeah. just like, is, is the Terminator dead? No. no. Well, then they're still in danger. So get that shit out of here. That's a great iconic scene. One, one of the best scenes in the movie is the whole um, police station um, massacre. The police station massacre of 1984. It's, it's great. Uh, Kyle and Sarah drive so uh, they run out of gas. That's typically the best way. They find a place to to stop. Uh, just it's, like it's, some, it's called a bridge. It's a bridge. They're just like <laughs> under like a. I thought it was more like a like a big pipe, like a drainage pipe, but just under a bridge. And it's like they're under a bridge. They're they're somewhere shitty. I mean, he was like, hey, hey. You know, sometimes I stand under this bridge during the summer. <laughs> it's a su- maybe it's Calories' a summer bridge. Hey, I, 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 been, I, know, I don't live here, but I happen to know a bridge just out of town that we can stay in. It's a summer bridge. Uh, what's it like going through time? White light, pain, like being born, I guess. <laughs> Pretty poetic, actually. Yeah. So, wait, so wait, you're telling me you, you trip on DMT? Because <laughs> let's start fucking time traveling, bro. You know what? That's, that's possible. How's your brain going to fix it? Um... They fall asleep. We have a dream sequence of the future war, like like the settlement. It's very depressing. He's walking around. People are just crying. There's kids uh, watching a TV. Then the camera comes around to the other side. It's just a fire in the TV. They're just looking at a fire. Mm-hmm. It is a funny shot where like there's light on their face. Yeah, and you're like, oh, at least they got powered on. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, there's nothing there. Um, he explained earlier how dogs can s- smell the Terminators. So uh, some dogs are freaking out. Um, at the entrance, a couple turns show up. One of them is Frank Colombo. I was about uh, to say, uh, yeah. w- w- one of them is a very buff man. And by by the looks of all the human survivors, like you take one look at that guy and be like, oh no, he's the Terminator. Why? Because yeah. he's been fed. Yeah, he's the one who has a protein diet. Apparently, <laughs> everyone else is like dying. <laughs> exactly. Like they're they're, chasing, they're anemic. They're chasing the rat. Like, well, we found the rat that we can all all of us can eat this one rat mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah, and then this giant shows up. That's that's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's Arnold's buddy Frank Colombo, and uh, but then like Sarah wakes up. Was she having the dream? Maybe they were both having the dream. Shared a dream. Oh, there we go. Uh, so Terminator looks through Sarah's uh, little phone book, uh, looking looks up like uh, Mom's cabin. Big Bear gets all this information, and this one the guy shows up and he's like, uh, "Hey, buddy, you got a dead cat in there?" And then we got his possible responses: <laughs> Yes slash No. Oh, he says, you got a cat, a dead cat in there, or what? So the responses are yes slash no, or what, go away, please come back later. Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you. Yeah. So it's a separate one. And then it goes, fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. 
Oh, please come back later. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least it's an option. At least it's in there. And then the guy just shrugs and walks away. <clears throat> I never understood this. It took me until I was uh, much older. But I didn't fully understand this exchange, though. Or maybe it just didn't land on me. Where he's like, you got a dead cat in there? It's because... And then when they cut to him on the bed, he has flies buzzing around his face. It's because he's all shot up. All that flesh is just like... Uh, rotting. Gangrene and rotting. Yeah. It probably stinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just a robot. He doesn't fucking know that. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit, <laughs> he doesn't give a shit that his flesh is rotting off of his yeah. own body. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Kyle Reese said, one-way trip. He he. Oh, the only reason why he needed that flesh was to go through the time thing. Yeah. Yeah, because it covers the the rope, uh, the yeah. metal stuff, and so we can pass that through. John should have like swallowed. He should have broken up a, a phase plasma rifle into like twenty pieces, and swallowed them. And then he could come through. And then like pooped them all out, put them together. Future gun. But what if it was only like a ten watt? He needs at least a forty. I need a forty watt range. <laughs> Just what you see, pal. Uzi nine millimeter. Um. The uh, fuck you asshole. Yeah, the the entry for mom's cabin and Big Bear, Sarah, and Kyle go to uh, the Tiki Motel. He he leaves to get supplies. He asks for a, a room with a kitchen and then he leaves to get supplies. So then when he comes back, she's like, "What's for dinner?" And he says, "Plastic." <laughs> He's got a bit of a mm-hmm. Steven Seagal thing going mm-hmm. on. There. Steven Seagal could have played this role. Eighty oh. four. Imagine that. What if I slapped a Terminator and it and it defeats him? <laughs> what, what 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 if I just kind of like flipped him over my shoulder? Yeah. Uh, the Terminator is a robot. He's got a chrome skeleton. He weighs at least five thousand pounds. Steven, you cannot do that. No, but I think I can. Yeah, but I think I'm, I could I'm pretty sure my character could do that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> if, but if he came out from this angle, I'm sure. <laughs> someone get Steven a sandwich and shut him up. <laughs> See, put this in your mouth. It's going to be great. Mm, this is good. Okay, yeah. It's going to be good stuff. Um, so, uh, he comes back. They make plastique. Uh, oh, but while he's gone, Sarah calls her mom at Big Bear. It's the it's Terminator. It's the Terminator. I do, mom's dead. Mom's dead. I, but I like you don't see dead mom. No, you just see busted door of blood. Yeah. Yeah, you see the busted up cabin. And then in her voice. Yeah. It's, uh, so it's all an assumption. So everything that you need to know is told in this one shot. You don't got to see him showing up. Um, I mean, a modern far, retelling Chris, of this would show all that. Chris, as far as we know, the, the he just broke in, busted up a can of raspberry jam. Mom's and not home. Mom's not even home. Mom, 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 mom's out fucking chilling out by the pool. Yeah. Just like. She's at a movie. Yeah. 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 She, we don't know. She's going to come home and be like, what happened to my cabin? Exactly. We don't know. We do not know. We're making assumptions. Um, So she calls and lets the Terminator know where, where they're at. Unwittingly. Kyle comes back, make a, a bunch of uh, uh, pipe, bombs, pipe bombs, and then they fuck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But you Brown chicken, brown cow. He tells her, I, I, tra- I traveled through time for you. Uh, in that dream sequence, we see him holding the photograph of her. Here, he tells her he actually, like, I have a, fo- I have a photograph. Jack-off photograph. I have, I have my check-off photograph that I've been jacking off to. I have my jack-off photograph yep. that I've been jacking off to all these years. And, uh, and now you're here. And I shouldn't have said that. And he's like, oh. And he's like, let me angrily stuff stuff in a sack with my abs, like, flexing. Stuff. <laughs> stuff. I mean, those are pretty good. Um, so she comes over and and and, and kisses them and they fuck. 
we get slow Terminator thing. Do 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 All of a sudden, it's a love theme now. That's amazing. That's hard to do. To take your main theme that's about menace and Terminator, and then you just do the piano, and now we fucking. And now we fucking. Um, so they fuck. Don't use condoms. Nope. She she. I gets, mean, she she needs to sprout a John Connor. She has to sprout a John Connor, but she really what's happening? She's getting raw dog by an insane homeless man. <laughs> Who she allows to finish in her? Yes, so. uh-huh. <laughs> correct. <laughs> schizophrenic, dirty homeless man just came inside. So we're gonna have a schizophrenic. Yep. Is that how the? Birth- I don't know. I guess so. In his thirties, he'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> more than likely. That's, that's kind yeah, of it develops the way it works. Right, you know, usually, the way it works. Sad, sad, sad. Um, so uh, Terminator shows up at the motel. Uh, but the dog by that we saw by the front earlier starts barking. So even dogs back then know it's a, the Terminators are fucked up. Yep. It's also funny when we get the t- the Terminator POV, the dog is like clearly barking off screen. Yes, something over there. Oh well, yeah, the trainer would be like <laughs> like holding a toy. Um, he shows up at the motel. This turns into a a car motorcycle yes. chase, which is pretty great. Uh. They're like throwing the pipe bombs. He's throwing pipe bombs at him and missing every time. Missing every single time. Uh, coming kind of close to missing. This is when they're going through the um, the tunnel. So the, yeah. they're like we get some really cool shots here. He gets shot. Kyle Reese. Yep. This is the beginning of the end for him. He gets shot by Terminator. Uh, Sarah gets all pissed off and like fucking slams a truck into the motorcycle and crashes him. But inadvertently crashes herself too. <laughs> Oops, and, and 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 this is really like this is the turning point for Sarah Connor's character. Yes, because Kyle is mostly out of it from this point forward. Mm-hmm. So uh, they could have just like laid there and died when mm-hmm. the Terminator showed, but she's like get, get, dragging him out of there, yelling at him to come on. Yeah, so this is a big moment for for her as a character. It is what essentially the movie's building up yeah. to, right? And um, he gets run over by a truck, which is really funny. Yep, like Terminator looks up, looks around. And Boom. It hits him and it drags him for a bit. Uh, but then he just like gets up and... And then gets inside of it and yeah. is like, nah, no, I have the truck. And then it's great when he kills a dude from a distance. Sarah's watching. He's like, she's like, fuck. Yeah. Um, when he gets in, there's like someone else waiting in the passenger seat. And he's like, let's get out of here. Turns around and Terminator's face is all fucked up. Yep. Like, looks, that looks that, great. No, that is one of the better Terminator effects. Be- because that's like Arnold with makeup on. Yeah. And then he goes, get out. <laughs> Like, hey, this guy got off pretty easily. No, seriously. A lot of other people died. Yeah. He just had to leave. Get out. Um, so then becomes a foot truck chase. For a second. Yeah, not too far. Um, Reese takes, like, the last... One of the last pipe bombs. I guess he has two what? left. At least oh, two yeah, left. two. Yeah. yeah. So he takes one of the last ones and sticks in, like, a, the hose area of the truck as it goes by. It's a big tanker. It looks like it's one of these... It's like a gas tanker, mm-hmm. it looks like. He's lucky it wasn't filled with milk. <laughs> <laughs> thinking it is a, it's a gas tanker it's like it's gonna be this big explosion it's just milk it's just like everywhere it's like, <laughs> big globby sound like, oh, this is terrible oh <laughs> that would have been funny that would have been very funny um, no I guess it's something gassy because it the truck explodes that truck <laughs> explodes and uh, Arnold for the rest of the movie is bye bye he yep. is wrapped he's going back to Conan the Destroyer to continue shit talking yep. in the movie bring in Chrome Robot bring in the Chrome Robot um, great fire stunt some guy coming out of the truck I love 
the full body fire burns. Yep. Them, uh, them ceremoniously burning uh, the fake Arnold, <laughs> yeah, the never to be burning. used again. Yes. <laughs> um, but great shots of yeah. it, like the uh, um, the material burning away and revealing the skeleton underneath. Looks look very very cool. And obviously, then part of the inspiration Cameron says is this lore how real is this I don't know he was in Italy and he got sick one night um, had nightmares and in his nightmare he dreamt of um, a robot skeleton coming out of a fire like stalking so he he woke up like wrote that down drew it did something and then reverse engineered his story from that to get to that image yeah um and then having that be the main thing he thinks of, it's weird how there is no one definitive shot of the Terminator coming out of the fire. You know, there's no, like really. there's like some of him walking, there's fire in the background, no. but you don't get that shot. You do get a good Terminator coming out of the fire in the second well, one. Well, in T2, yeah. yeah. When he can afford it. Um, yeah, we, well, when he can build a skeleton <laughs> out of chrome and literally put it through fire on film. Or also do, uh, I, now I have a CG liquid man yeah. that can just like appear out of the fire and now it's Robert Patrick. Isn't that amazing? America. The, uh, so now it's, it's a robot guy. I know, I can't up. I keep waiting for him to turn into a pile of goo in Perry Mason. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> Last episode. Oh, I know. This come, that was two months ago. You don't remember that last episode? <laughs> when I turned the goo, did you go to the bathroom during that moment? That was crazy. Perry Mason, uh, he hit him with the liquid nitrogen. I don't even know where he found it. It was 1932. <laughs> found liquid nitrogen. Sprayed it on him. <laughs> Frankie Miller's Terminator, 1945. Perry Mason. <laughs> All right, see, now. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. The... Um, so now we get the chase into the factory. Uh, Kyle's all fucked up, turns on all the machines, so the, the confused the Terminator. Um, this is where we get some of the stop motion stuff. Yep. That It looks okay. They did, it's walking down a hall. They even have to like photograph the hall and have the hallway. It's, yeah. it's weird, but it's stop motion. It's fine. And it's uh, just a you know craft of what it is. Um, he blows it up with a pipe bomb. No, blows it in half. Blows it in half. Knocks him down the stairs. He dies going down the stairs. Uh, Sarah gets fucked up. She hurts her leg. Terminator, it's halfway. It's just a torso. Turns back on. It's still alive. The shot of it, like the sequence of it crawling could have been on paper. It could be so campy. Like here's um, a half robot crawling after your person. But it's, it it is genuine. It it is genuinely scary. Yeah. It's like, like, whoa, it's got, cause it's got, it's just like, it's like seriously after everything, it's still just like, yeah, I'm not done. Yeah. Like how, like how am I going to stop this thing? Uh, so it's great. You know, she crawls through some equipment, gets it in between a press and they crush it. Um, the crushing looks great. Yeah. Uh, good build up to it, where the uh, what she's your terminated fucker and, and turns on the hits the button. How she knew it was there? Fuck who cares? It's a, it crushes him and it looks dope. Also, the arm sticking out, uh, unmolested. Like, was is that then? Like they they didn't plan it for a sequel. But then they were able, like, oh, we still have this arm that yeah. we can now start writing our sequel based on. Here's uh-huh. a bit of remaining technology. It's very interesting how the seeds are sown. Um, cops show up. Reese gets zipped up. He's, he's ain't no, nope. ain't no ADR. No, nope. we're gonna bring him back. Uh-uh. Here's that body bag. Zip it up. <clears throat> this character is done so bunzo. Uh, Sarah is all sad. 
that we get the Jeep epilogue. Yep. Right? Where uh, she's leaving uh, she's, messages for she, John. She's preggers, talking to the tape machine. Telling John about Kyle. Telling John, exact, telling John about Kyle. Well, and she, then we get uh, Jackoff's picture. We get the we get the Jackoff picture. <laughs> uh, he's like, there's a storm coming. And, and she's like, what I did know. he say? There's a storm coming. I know. Um, and she drives off into the fake mountain range. With the, into the fake mountains with that dope-ass dog. Yeah. Is that the dog from the motel? Did you just steal a motel dog? And I think she, get she her did. Own, she get her own I dog. think she stole the motel dog. Yeah, because like this one, it, it let us know about the Terminator. Yeah. That's a good detail, too, that like now she has a dog to help her warn her about Terminators. Um, and then I like how it closes the whole thing where she's telling uh, John, future John, about Kyle, so that Kyle can take the picture. Give it to Kyle. Like, here's my mom. Go back in time and fuck her, uh, so I can so, be here. <laughs> be, because if not, then I can't give you the picture, and you can't go back in time and fuck her. Yeah, and I can't be here. Yeah, I can't be here. It's like, all right, love you, dad, and then kisses him <laughs> on the lips and sends him through the time displacement portal. <laughs> love you, daddy. <laughs> um, dun, 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 that's a Terminator. That's a goddamn Terminator, nineteen eighty four. Uh, so fucking good. Yeah. So good. Low budget, full of anxiety. Full, full of anxiety. High action, high entertainment. Huh? It's got to be, it's an hour and 45, 47. Terminator 2 is two hours, maybe? Um, it, it has more setup. Probably. Well, I, I, and, it, and it leans heavier into the sci-fi. It does, too. Yeah, it does get more into that, especially with the liquid Terminator stuff. Uh, yeah, this one can be leaner, uh, dirtier, and more fun, I think, actually. So I enjoy the fuck out of this thing. Um, that's it. That's a Terminator. Drew Cogburn. Chris Crespo. On a scale of one out of ten hunter killers HKs HKs what hunter killers how many HKs would you give us give it a solid eight god damn eight hunter killers out to kill you hunt you and kill you I'm gonna give it ten out of ten because that's what it deserves and uh, I think that's it for the episode Trusa Congren thank you you're welcome patrons thank you guys hope you enjoyed this week's show we'll be back next week with the thing right right alright I hope so I got my notes Peace out. PFT Media Production.